What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Here's the Thing. This is your boy Crimson Black. And Damien Dago. And for this episode, we're going to be going back to something a little bit more people love. So in the meantime, if you like what we do, go ahead and make sure you follow all of our social media pages at Power Trip OP. That is P-O-W-R-O-P. Power Trip OP, excuse me. And also follow our Patreon page. Well, also subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash operations. all spelled out. Now, for this episode, we are discussing why super teen movies will never work. Nope. No matter how you do them. Now, we're not saying that they're not going to make a lot of money because they always do, but... They as just, a fundamental level, they will just never really work. They never work as a story. Like, for example, you ever wonder why, even though it's known as the third Captain America movie, everyone was like, well, why isn't this just an Avengers movie when it came to Captain America Civil War? <laughs> the actual aspect of it is everything legitimately happens because of Captain America's reactions to that. Tony knows that the only way to get through Cap's head is through brute force and yep. really beating it into him. Unfortunately. So that's why they all end up fighting. And Cap is going to be Cap because everything I do is right because I'm Captain America. <laughs> America. My favorite, my favorite thing. Another thing that kind of brought this on, like we already had this planned, but what kind of jump started it was the Birds of Prey trailer released today. Yeah, and it, it doesn't. It even was feel not like, a Birds of Prey trailer. This no, was a Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn trailer. Because, and I guess either they're just trying to make it. Now, when I saw the trailer, I thought two things. One, mm -hmm. they're either just doing it from different aspects. So this is the Harley Quinn trailer. Next, we'll get the Huntress trailer, mm -hmm. and then we'll probably because I think Batman. Hey, bro, she has her own subtitle under birds of prey yeah i know and then that's and realizing that and when i thought when i saw that and that's when my second thought came in i was like oh so this is a harley quinn movie yep but and they were just like yeah we're just gonna do a birds and prey movie instead of a harley quinn solo flick and we're still getting a harley quinn solo flick essentially everybody else is just side characters yeah this is this is this is one of them buddy comedies without the buddy <laughs> that's that's what's really i mean don't get it twisted i'm kind of i'm really excited for the movie like oh movie, i'm of course i'm hyped for it yeah, it's, that movie it's Margot Robbie as harley quinn of course i'm watching it exactly but at the same time like it's it's another repeat for Suicide Squad would be because Suicide Squad was supposed to be this whole group thing which is another reason why I say these movies don't work you have two characters that really take the forefront and steal the show yeah in every single Avengers movie, it was legitimately Captain America, Captain America and, Iron and Iron Man that were that's at the it. center of everything. Even in the first Avengers movie, that's kind of how it felt. Yeah. Like, they tried to play it off at the very beginning, like Thor was this great big thing, but you really didn't. I mean, Thor was just kind of there to exactly. drop bodies. That's that, He was just an enforcer. That's literally all he was there for. Yeah. But it's supposed to be a movie about the Avengers. Like, I think if you really add up the time, I think someone's done this. I think Loki has more screen time than every Avenger except for Cap and Yeah, but Iron at the Man. same time, Loki was the main villain in the first Avenger, so that makes sense. Yeah, but at the same time, 
the only time the other characters ever get to shine is in the final battle. Yeah. Like Hawkeye immediately kidnapped in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. You don't even see him again until, until Act Two. Very. Now you don't you don't see him do anything until the very end. Yes. Yeah, that's fair, because all he did was that one infiltration mission, and then Black Widow immediately knocked him out. Yup. <laughs> that was... Mm. Yeah, so back to Suicide Squad. We'll rip Suicide Squad apart first. Then, just to give you guys a preview, we're going Suicide Squad, we're going Justice League, and then we're going to the Avengers, and then to everyone's precious, precious little team movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yo, fuck that movie. We, we gonna get to that one last, because we probably, we probably gonna go on for that one for a while. So, back to Suicide Squad. Now, you have this whole team that you hype up, that you put together. First off, I believe that the way they introduced them was poor. Just very, very poor. Deadshot got the longest intro. Yeah. Deadshot did, because they were like, all right, let's Here's show it. Here's the thing. Is. Deadshot got the longest intro, and Harley Quinn got the most backstory. We had like two, like two or three flashbacks for her as the movie went on, at just yeah. random points. Yeah. Cause we saw we especially in the extended cut, like we literally yeah, saw we saw more Harley Quinn and Joker that, than that was anything it. else. Like the cool one of the coolest characters was um Diablo. Diablo. He had the best backstory, period. Yeah, like and they did absolutely nothing with it. We saw one one scene. No, so they didn't do nothing with him. When, when I say they it didn't was do just Nah, because they didn't like his story was real was uh mm, words are hard was w- well written and on top of that his progression makes sense from the beginning of fuck y'all i ain't trying to fight i ain't trying to throw any blows because of i need to handle my essentially pay my penance for what i've done to all right i am what i am i've done what i've done i have to accept it and move on no no, no. What, I, what i mean when i what i mean to say that is like I'm not saying he was done bad, because he was, you're right, he was done very good. I'm saying... Best character in the movie. I'm saying, I would have liked to see, if you're going to show me how Harley how Harley Quinn became Harley Quinn, I would have liked to see, like, how Diablo, like, became a gangbanger. Like, did he start off as a kid and then work his way up? Or yeah. Did he, or did they just find him on the street with powers and be like, hey, yo, cuz, you with us now. Nah. See, that, that I also I do agree with because of the fact that they just kind of jump into his end game mm-hmm. instead of like showing why he was there. Because, yeah, he's a sympathetic figure, but at the end of the day, he was a gangbanger. So you can't really have all that much sympathy the for him. Now, if it was one of those, um, he was literally only doing that so he could provide for his wife and his kid, that would make more sense. Exactly. You could pull that into it, kind of a... Uh, the OP from the Sons of Anarchy vibe. Exactly. But on the other hand, if we don't just, get to see any of that because we had to make room for Harley Quinn, uh, Harleen Quinzel at the time chasing down Joker on a motorcycle. I didn't even know she knew how to drive a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you also got, so here's the thing that really kind of upset me. Every character that they show Mm-hmm. For the most part, that they actually that Amanda Waller actually uh, says, yeah, you actually get to see them captured, like Deadshot. You see him get captured by Batman, Harley yeah. Quinn. See her get captured by uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking Captain Boomerang. You see him get captured Flash. by Flash. But then she mentions Killer Croc. My homie didn't even get a backstory. Yeah, he, he was did. just 
like, oh, Batman. Waylon Jones was just there. Yeah, he was. He, he was like, because Waylon was like. I mean, he was he, his whole. He was character. a token black dude. Yeah, which that was his I whole. I felt some type of way about because I was like, "Hey, bro, if you gonna make him a Bayou brother, make him a hey, Bayou, Bayou brother, brother. not like, make him just, hey, bro, I just want some fried chicken at BET. Like, come it's on. Somebody like he didn't even want fried chicken. He he would he took that shit raw. Like the fuck? Like how you gonna just do that? Like it's like I I get it. Y'all like well we gave uh, dead shot this whole thing because he was Will Smith and now he's the main black dude. We actually can slide, ra- slide with a little racist joke every now and then. No, that's not how that shit works. At all. <laughs> At all. Because Killer Croc is a pretty dope villain. Killer Croc, the coolest Killer Croc I've ever seen, to me personally, was the one from The Batman. Yeah. That was the kid. That was the coolest dude ever. Cause he and, he and he had that Bayou suave to him too. Exactly, he so, was a Bayou dude. <laughs> he was like, I came down for like the even like the even when he would slither, he would have a bop to it. Like yeah, like he was just, <laughs> just he was just chilling. Like you know how like they, everybody from that Bayou, like every, every, most black dudes got that little. That, that little, little bop to that it, little, but, that little but, drop, but, but his was a that, little. That Cajun drop is something different. That's something different. How do you get that in a whole swimming motion? Like <laughs> that's what got me killer. Now, here's the thing I don't get because you said the next one was Justice League, right? Yeah, we want Justice League next. All right, so here's the thing I don't get about Justice League. Mm-hmm. How do you? Because it was supposed to be from the every Justice League story. Nine times out of ten, for the most part, is always written through the eyes of the Trinity in the comics, okay. which is Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That's just usually how it rolls, and then everybody else is like... Well, Justice League, the uh, this last Justice League was a Batman-Wonder Woman movie. Exactly, which I didn't mind. I did. Because here's the thing. If it's going to be a Justice League movie, it needs to be equally about everybody there. Yeah. Which is what, which was my majority of part with uh, problem with Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's that same problem. You're trying that. to build up an entire team. And a, you're only showing it from the perspective of characters that you feel like are either popular in the eyes of the people watching or just the people you want to push at the time. Exactly. Because th- think about not even just the movie. Think about uh, how they cut the trailers and the posters for Suicide Squad right before it dropped. Yeah, the only characters I knew were even going to be in that movie were Will Smith as Deadshot, mm-hmm. Harley Quinn as uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, my mistake. And then that was it. And then they made it seem like the Joker was going to be in the Suicide Squad as well. I thought the entire movie was, li- I'm not even going to lie, I feel like this enti- I thought the entire movie when they were doing it in the trailer was going to be Suicide Squad going up against the Joker. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it seemed it like, right? That's what I thought and it then, was. And then like halfway through it, it was like, uh-uh, no, Joker's working with them. Wait, what? And then, like, when you go to the movie, you're like, oh, no, Joker's just literally there. And Enchantress is the main villain. And (sighs) Enchantress as the villain in that movie made no sense. But, hey, they they wanted to get that, I guess, quote-unquote, small-scale world ending. I don't get how that's a thing. My whole thing about it is, like, there's... They, that's not how you write a Suicide Squad movie. No, it isn't. Like, if you want to do a Suicide Squad movie, this is how you do a Suicide Squad. You actually put them on a life or death military-esque mission. Exactly. That's what they that's I what mean, they technically do. it was. The mission that they had was, to, was get, to get Waller. Yeah. That was the end of it. Everything else they did was on their own. Yeah, exactly. So they like, went from being the uh, essentially commando team led by Rick Flag to go ahead and get uh, her to... 
Alright, let's go stop Enchantress to save the world because we're good guys now. Which is not something the Suicide Squad would ever do. They tried to take villains and turn them into anti-heroes when that is not how Suicide Squad rolls At ever. All. They do they everything they but do. But even if you take our knowledge of that fact about the Suicide Squad, there was no balance on all of the characters. Nah. There was no perspective shift from everybody except for Deadshot and Harley Quinn and the Joker. Yeah. That was there was it. no character development either. Cause only characters that really evolved was, was Diablo. Diablo. Di no, I give I'll Deadshot give too. Deathshot because he went from a guy that's like, I just want my daughter to be cool. And he literally had the opportunity. Amanda Waller was like, hey, bro, you make that shot. Whatever you want, I give you. And he's like, But even nah. at the beginning, he was like, he he had a code. Because even Diablo called him out on that shit. He was like, yeah, you killed for money, but you only killed men. You didn't kill any women. You don't kill any children. So him gunning down Harley Quinn would have broke that rule regardless. So he was never going to do that. Yeah, that's fair. He still has his own kind of guidelines. Yeah. Now, in the comics, that ain't a fucking thing. Which is why I thought it was weird that they gave him that code. Like, I, I was like... Because they were trying to make all these villains sympathetic. Which that's, half the villains is in not a thing. Like, so when you go into the DC actual... Villain, like, you're a if DC you're a, villain. Exactly. Like, you're not, there's no sympathy with you. Exactly. Because if they're sympathetic... The, the most only, sympathetic of them was Harley, but even Harley really was like... Nah, mm. like, you don't... You feel bad that she became Harley, but that's it. You don't feel sorry for her. I actually don't even feel bad that she became Harley. Just because like, I feel bad that she ended up getting manipulated. That was it. I that's felt, what I mean. Like, like she, But she became Harley of her own free will. That wasn't manipulation. She, she became started Harley because doing she fell in love shit. with Joker. And exactly. Joker manipulated her to fall in love with her. Which no, he didn't. He manipulated her in order to get something out of her. She fell just because. Yes. He was yeah. just saying all of the right things. things and just pulled her that yeah. way. And another issue that I have. So this issue that I'm about to go into is a bit off topic, but I believe it is very important to put out there because of the fact that Suicide Squad has also kind of romanticized this. Harley Quinn and Joker is not a relationship that people need to be emulating. No, that is... If you're emulating the Joker Harley Quinn, you, you are, are emulating a toxic relationship and that is all you will have for the rest of your life. Yeah, like that's that's not even something you even like. If your mindset is like, oh my god, I want that Joker Harley relationship, congratulations. I'm sorry, but you're the type of female that everyone makes fun of when they you're the type of female everyone brings up when are the uh, Words are hard. Um, you're the female people think of when they think of abusive relationships. Absolutely. You don't, you don't stay because you're afraid. No. You stay because you like that shit. Apparently. Because there's no there's no leave. reason for you to... Everyone's like, there's no reason for you to stay well, if he hits what, you. What makes it even worse is the fact that everybody goes to uh, the animated series, which animated series shows the worst he threw her out a window he threw her from a helicopter multiple times <laughs> homie she literally came there with hey, nothing on but her hat and pudding and pudding and backhanded that bitch and to she, a window Bow. <laughs> out of window well she and landed everybody, and she was okay and everybody loves to try to do that scene too now don't get me wrong if my girl walks through the door right now with nothing but a jester hat and some pudding, 
some slapping is gonna be happening, but it's not gonna be. It's not gonna, it's gonna be, be out the window. It ain't gonna be out the window. <laughs> like, that ain't the thing. No. But at the same time, like you can't be going around just be like, all right, I need to recreate the scene because that is also asking for that backhand at the end of that shit. Yeah. But the Joker and Harley is not something that anybody needs to be romanticizing. No. And what made it even worse is that Suicide Squad, the movie, was like, yeah, the Joker still loves Harley. No, he does not. He only loves Harley when he wants her wants her around to He does not. He never loves Harley. The only time he even goes after her is after she leaves. But that becomes a thing of, nah, bitch, I didn't say you can go anywhere. You are still mine. You are under my control. You do what I say. Because he didn't really even give a shit about her even disappearing until she started hooking up with Deadshot. And even before that, she didn't, when she, and even when she was, and when he, and when he found out that her and Deadshot was getting together, he killed the motherfucker. Yeah, he did kill Deadshot. He killed Deadshot and he walked up to their funeral looking at Harley Quinn dressed as a gravekeeper like, what's good, bitch? You thought you were going somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He always, every time Ivy was, even in animated show, every time Ivy and Harley were together and the Joker was around. Ivy like damn near had a fight for her life. Yeah. Cause she she <laughs> No one and controls plants, which is everything that mm-hmm. is on a, the earth, should ever be afraid of a man that can't do nothing but shoot you. I mean he'd be a hell of a lot more to shoot. <laughs> that motherfucker is a literal genius. He's a better fourth wall breaker than Deadpool. <laughs> he's that motherfucker mother knows Deadpool. he's a comic book and then is like, yeah, no one's real or what's not. <laughs> but but to get back on topic and to go back to Justin Lee so we can go through his thing. Yeah. I, did, I did, here's the thing that I didn't like about the Justice League movie, mm-hmm. just in general. Besides a lot of, I don't I don't care about those small things that people had issues with, like Superman coming back and not being in the full black suit. Like I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, that was a cosmetic thing. That was I don't I don't I don't care I don't care. My biggest issue is how they did Superman. Like this this is what I mean. Like we all we all get it. Like Lois Lane is the true kryptonite of Clark Kent, i.e. Superman. I know exactly what scene you're about to go into. But if that's the case, (laughs) and you know this, why do you not be like, yo, Superman, here's your girl. First. First. And knew. Because what what pissed me off about that whole scene is Bruce knew from the jump what was about to happen. Yep. Because as soon as he made eye contact with him, he went, oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> and immediately started getting the hands. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I do like the fact that they use this to kind of show Superman at full power for a little bit. But here's the thing about that scene. Like, half the, the people he bodied, it ain't going down like that with everybody. Well, here's the thing. Flash didn't know how fast he was yet. This is still an early Flash. I get that. So... He also had no real combat experience whatsoever. Flash, was he, Flash so, I understand, but I've seen Superman fight Wonder Woman. He ain't just gonna casually headbutt her into the damn ground. That wasn't casual. 
That was that was literally him just using brute force overpowering her. That had nothing to do with any kind of technique or training. He just hit at the right fucking time. Because of how fast he is, her reaction time ain't gonna be faster, bruh. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Because when it comes to that, she's a so Bruce. So here's here's they, the thing. They've with, actually explained that why. No, I'm talking it. about in specifically in the canon of the movies we are watching. Uh, you cannot keep pulling uh, comic shit into this. This is its own little universe. Yeah. So, based off of all of the feats that we have seen, she has been blindsided by mere humans. Well, that's because of ignorance. She she ignorant. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. she still has been. So her reaction time ain't that nasty. Or at least they won't show it to be. Cause they've they've shown her at her true power when she went up against Ares. Let's not talk about that. So let's not talk about Wonder Woman the movie. Exactly. Let's not talk so, about that. Not to say it wasn't a good another, movie, but an- that ending was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to circle back around to that movie. It's eventually. not. It's not Ares, but it is. Yeah, that that, that shit just kind of threw everything Thing out, out the, window. the window. But all right, so what's the next one? Uh, the well, Avengers. Let, let me let me uh, finish this little uh, Justice League tidbit real quick. All right. So another more reasons why superhero teams don't work justice league wasn't really a team movie it was the story of batman and wonder woman trying to cope with the fact that soups was gone on top of that trying to figure out how they were going to survive and when they brought him back it was literally just the big three versus everybody else because i'm sorry cyborg didn't really feel like he played that big of a part the only thing cyborg really did especially at the end was keep the uh mother boxing check whoa mm-hmm. you know what i just thought of something that makes no sense now what you mean the the all three of those boxes being mother boxes makes absolutely no sense no one on apocalypse really uses mother boxes they use father boxes yeah but hey this is how they. That just goes. This is how they tell the story. That's, this is, but that's, like I said, don't put the uh, comics into this. This is his own little pocket universe, his own little thing. That's just. I don't ex- even think they call them mother boxes. We just called them mother boxes. No, they call them mother boxes in the movie. I do not remember. Because I believe Mara. It was either the Amazons or the. Uh, uh, God, what the fuck do you even call them? The the Mer people. The Atlanteans. Atlanteans. I was the like, Atlanteans. what the fuck are you talking about? The Mer people. I, it took me a minute to realize what the fuck they, remember what the fuck they were. The um the Atlanteans, either it was the Amazons or the Atlanteans. I have to go rewatch the movie, but somebody says that they're mother boxers, I'm pretty sure. And I just thought about how like that makes no sense because Well, it doesn't matter whether uh the comics say it's mother or father boxes because of the fact that this is what the movie is calling them. You have to separate that. Stop pulling both in the thing and no, say this doesn't make the re- sense. The reason that. that's the reason that's irritating to me because that goes back to someone kind of explaining it to someone and then that person deciding, oh, so this is just how I'm gonna have the movie be written. But that's legitimately how a lot of people do it. Exactly. That's you the know that's that. the yeah. You can't get agitated at that when the majority of these people writing these movies have no idea about any of these comics. That's not They're always at least true. Trying. 
if they do any research at all, they are trying. Because the majority of these guys do not. You and I both know that. Oh, Again, no. wait till we get to Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. So, so you can't even pull that. So on on to the Avengers. <laughs> to the Avengers. Because here's what I just realized. Nothing, they didn't know what they were going to do. Because they've even said it, it's like the whole first set of movies. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what they were going to do after those movies. They just said, we're going to keep doing it this way. Until, until something breaks. So, until somebody does. So in my in my mind, I don't think they truly had a the whole phases thing even really existed as a well as no a, that as, wasn't a thing yet yeah as, until after, after the age avengers. ultron no that didn't so after the avengers are when they first introduced phases because they pushed out phase two right which was up until age of ultron okay so that first little sec they didn't really know what all right but this but is the, this here's is the thing so with even with the avengers which i still say is one of the best like goes at a super team movie shows that it will never work because of the fact that it took what five different movies in order to put the avengers together to where everybody still kind of had their backstory and when they got to the movie you didn't really need more backstory because you knew how everybody worked who everybody was and so on and so forth the only one who didn't technically get that was the hulk and that's because yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He ended. We we get the oh he uh, used gamma radiation to try to recreate the super soldier serum because even the Incredible Hulk movie starts him off after a lot of events in Brazil. Yeah, but at the same time, that movie was still canon. I'm not saying it wasn't canon. No, but I'm saying so. You we still got somewhat of a backstory of who he is, what is his motivations, what's his deal. The only thing we really got was a. Uh, actor change. That was really it. No, no. I mean, how do I, how do I go? It's it's one of those where, to me, it only ever made the way that that movie played out only ever made sense if you counted the what was it, the Fox Hulk movie. Mm -hmm. But you don't. Or wait, you do. Do you now? You do. Yeah, because you do because of the fact that that ends with him going to Brazil. Right. This starts with him already there. Right. But, that is all the same story. Yeah, but it's not connected to the MCU because that's that's. It's weird. not connected, but to the MCU, but it is still canon. Especially now. It that is not under their uh, movies that they released, so therefore it cannot be connected to the MCU. But it can be. But it is the same story. It's sort of like because the whole... they came out with Hulk first. Yeah. But it's, it's just stuff like that because not a lot, a lot of people don't even know that movie ever existed. Well, yeah, because it really didn't end up anywhere except for TV and uh, Blockbuster. R.I.P. Uh, blockbuster. R.I.P. Blockbuster and Hollywood video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, because even though like they all got their backstories, right? Mm hmm Everybody comes in, you know their deal. So you technically shouldn't even have to really worry about who everybody is yeah and role. still at the end of the day Everything. robert downey jr and chris evans that was their movie it was their beef the entire time them going head to head yeah because if you really to be fair if you look at the entirety of the mcu mm -hmm. everything was iron man did this and captain th america did this in turn 
And then this is the reasons why everything happened. Mm -hmm. Age of Ultron. Their entire story is literally pushed You want to know what fucked with me the majority of the time when uh, Civil War came across? You want? You know, you remember that scene when uh, Captain America and Tony are standing at each other like after he's trying to um, save Bucky and shit. Well, try to prove that Bucky was innocent and shit. And he goes, but he's my friend. And Tony looks at him and goes, so was I. Yeah. When? They have done nothing but, but fight. bicker and fight the entire time they have ever been on screen together. That was it. Hey, hey, bro. You it was the two biggest egos in a room clashing. Of course, they're going to go head to head the entire time. But at, but at the end of the day, they understood each other and they still trusted each other and that's where that is trusting someone because of the fact that you know at the end of the day they got your back that is not necessarily someone that is your friend well for yeah. example me and you are both in the military okay we know people in our units mine plural your singular that at the end of the day you know if you were getting shot at they would throw lead down range yeah, because that's just what you do. But exactly, but we're those ring. people are not like, your friends. Period. Nah. Anytime they interacted outside of them fighting, they were fighting someone else. Yeah, that's fair. So still, like all of that shit makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Because now that you say that, I, I think it was it was one of those one-sided friendships. To Tony saw Iron Man or Chris or Steve. <laughs> Tony saw Steve. God damn, weird ass, weird ass having name motherfuckers. Um, weird ass names. Steve is like one of the most normal names. It's so no, is no, Chris. No, no. I'm just, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Weird. It's, I'm just weird that you have to talk about these motherfuckers with three different names. You got Chris Evans, Steve Rogers, and then Captain America. And oh, this is the. T I'm just, <laughs> I'm just letting this go, and then we just gonna move on. All right. Giving Falcon the Captain America shield and saying he and is not, saying he is not Captain America Ooh. defeats the entire purpose of him getting the shield, Kevin oh, Feige. Oh man, I'm sorry, bro. Oh man, so you know why that was, right? Don't you know why that was? Because everyone's pissed off that Winter Soldier didn't get it first. Yep. Every, Fuck every, everybody was like, Bucky needs to get that shield first. Bucky is the white wolf the, of Wakanda. He can't also be the second so, Captain America if he's the white wolf of Wakanda. So here's the issue when it comes to that. No, everybody, no, no. that's another video. We'll just we'll just have that be another video. Why, 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 why things? Are, it'll be called. Uh, why here's the, the thing. MC? Here's the thing with the MCU. Yeah, that'll be that. <laughs> that'll be that. Stay because, tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Here's right. the thing with the MCU coming up. All right. So. All right. Now, to our favorite thing to take up. Man, don't even don't even joke about my, don't even joke about our favorite thing like that. Let's, here, here, here's, let's talk about the thing. No, don't, don't don't cut me off. Just <laughs> let, let me finish the sentence. <laughs> Here's our favorite thing to take a long, long shit on. Does that make more sense to you now? Are you okay with me finishing that statement now? I just want to take the whole script and wipe my ass with it. So here's the issue with Guardians of the Galaxy. First ruined the MCU. Goodbye. It did not ruin the MCU. The MCU was already on the downhill slope. <laughs> they were just writing the same story all over and over and over again since Iron Man 2. 
Yeah, the only ones that were ever different were the Iron Man and Captain America movies. Go figure. Yeah, because that's the only ones they really cared about. But at the end of the day, we got what we got. So the issue with the whole team movie of Guardians of the Galaxy and why that doesn't work is because of the fact that you're taking something completely new, right? Mm-hmm. To, to most. And when you're putting it to the forefront, this is all they know of that thing. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy as a series and all of their best stories in general are really dark and gritty. Their main leader was, was a, a grizzled war veteran. Yeah, he was a true definition of... To be fair, he was he, he reminded me he, he was, was what Rick me of Flag was supposed to be. Yeah, he reminded me. That is me, literally what he was. He reminded me of one of them like old uh, Vietnam vets. Yeah, that just, that just couldn't let that shit go. Mm-hmm. And he was always constantly looking for another fight somewhere mm-hmm. else. And then all of a sudden he becomes this like I guess charismatic. I mean. <sighs> Vaguely charismatic. Uh, so this, this goofy, go lucky, yeah, happy it. dude that listens to movie music from what the what was Walkman? It? Yeah, on his Walkman Walk from the eighties. I think it was actually sooner earlier, earlier than that. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I really don't. Oh I haven't seen that movie in forever. <laughs> but here's here's the Is issue. Is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? It never, it never was. was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stupid ass boy. But. When you take something like that and it works because nobody knows any uh, any different, that bleeds into other shit. They completely Guardians of the Galaxy is the reason why Suicide Squad ended up the way it did. It, it and was, I don't have any faith for the second one because of the fact that James Gunn is also directing it. Now I'm not saying that James Gunn is a bad director. No. I'm not saying that at all. The man is a genius when it comes to what he is trying to do because he took his idea and he damn sure threw, like, threw it down everybody's throat and everyone accepted it very willingly. And because and that is very difficult for any director to do. And because of his direction, though, it changed a lot of... There is no reason why Thor Ragnarok should have been... A buddy cop movie. A buddy cop movie. As a, I'll put it to you, I, I wouldn't even say that. It should have been as lighthearted as it was. Yeah, Ragnarok was Ragnarok a really was, dark story. Yeah, Ragnarok was like the worst thing that had ever happened to Thor. And Planet Hulk was... Well, technically... Well, Planet Hulk should have been his own movie. Exactly. Period. He but, should have not ended up fighting Hulk in, with the collective. None of that shit should have fucking happened. No. No, it should not have. Because, I don't know, I feel like they just did that to be like, well, who's stronger, Thor or Hulk? Well, no, not really. Because uh, that was one of the jokes of the entire movie. Rubio didn't really want a solo movie. He didn't. I so that Ruffalo, was, not Rubio. Sorry. Mm. Ru- your name is now Rubio, Ruffalo. Yeah, Ruffalo. <laughs> Rubio. Sorry, Marky boy. You're now. Your name is now Mark Rubio, not Mark Ruffalo. You're done. <laughs> you have been deemed the name change. Hashtag Mark Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> and because like, yeah, that should have been his own movie. Even if you wanted to be like, I get he didn't want to do his own movie. Mm. I, I I get it because he like being a whole. He just didn't like. Being the Hulk. Well, it, it was a lot of work. 
Yeah. There's a lot of rigs that he had to go through and all yeah, that. Yeah, and him so, having his own own movie means that he has to do, do that, that all of the time. So, so I get why he didn't want to do it. But yeah, here's it's here's another reason why he didn't really play that big of a part yeah. as the Hulk in uh, Endgame. Yeah, he was just he was just over it at that point. Mm-hmm. But here's here's he my whole contract, issue with um, Guardians of the Galaxy and their effect on the MCU. It turns up. It's not like, even just the MCU though. It's everything. Yeah, they they. Yeah, because they even because of them they ruined Amazing Spider-Man too. Yep. Because Amazing Spider-Man had that Dark Knight feel to it, and then halfway through, through with the reshoots, became, there was a lot more jokes yeah. on Jamie Foxx's end. Now, don't get me wrong, Jamie Foxx can be a funny dude, but literally when the situation demands it, he is one of those I am funny when everybody else is funny type people. So when it's his why his TV show worked so well. Exactly. He was just so funny when everybody else was funny. When his character is not really somebody who's jokey and you're having him playing jokes like doing the Itsy Bitsy Spider when he is literally punching Peter Parker, that gag shouldn't have even been there. No, nah, but to be fair to him, that's actually a little true to Electro. Electro is one of those weird, like, bad written characters, like, just in existence. Yeah, that's, that's true. Because we played the PS4 Spider-Man game, and I don't know about you, but my least favorite character in that entire Sinister Six was that's Electro. Electro. Yeah. So, but, so here's the... But that's still, they were going away from that. They were making Electro a legitimate threat. Yeah. He and, wasn't the jokey guy. Yeah. As soon as he, uh, as soon as he fucking teaming up with uh, Harry Osborn, it was a wrap. Like, here's the funny thing to me. As he became soon, this all-powerful being, and he was a legitimate menace. Like, yeah. that motherfucker even looked scary until, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah. Because, like... I immediately, as like halfway through the movie, I'm like, dude, just beat this dude already. And I was, as soon as Green Goblin showed up, or Hobgoblin, it's weird. That was it's, supposed to be a Green Goblin. Yeah, but, but as soon as he showed up, I was like, yes, a real threat. And all of that is because- But that's the issue. Like, Electro should have been a real threat. Yep. Because when, anytime Electro goes 2.0, Peter always has a real fucking issue with him. It doesn't matter what canon you are going to. Anytime he drops the green and yellow and, and turns goes to his blue. full fucking energy form, it is a wrap. Peter gets dusted off for a good little minute until he figures something out. Yeah. And that's all due to the way Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy was the dumbest movie to me because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Ronan? Is an all is a cosmic being that has been in more battles than Peter Quill has ever been alive. Yeah, and that, you mean to tell me he is him distracted dancing. by <laughs> some idiot dancing instead of going, was, "You're a fool," so and hitting him with the hammer? Yeah, that's not, like Ronan wouldn't have ever fell for that. He was like, "But you, the problem doing? with I'm the Guardians you, of the bro. Galaxy, it so that." laid the format for every other quote-unquote superhero movie because guardians of the galaxy is the reason why suicide squad ended up feeling as trash as it did because of the fact that everything has to be light and bubbly now dc detective comics in general has always been the place you go for dark real grounded stories 
You always. You you can't make the Dark Knight Returns bubbly. You can't make Superman Doomsday bubbly. Nope. You can't make Flashpoint bubbly. They tried to make Batman v Superman bubbly. Yeah, and it it just doesn't work. It doesn't. No. Like they were like, well, this movie was too dark. Nigga, it's supposed to be dark. The fuck are you talking about? That's that's just like that. that the whole, name of the comic that they tried to pull from is the Dark Knight Returns. Returns. How is that not gonna be quote unquote dark in the first place? Because like don't entire, get me wrong, like the the whole Dark Knight thing doesn't come from the shade of color that motherfucker is. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Cause here's 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 what um here's what I just never I got here's the one thing that like kind of like irked me about uh, Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy and the way it was written. That's the fucking B team. Yeah. That's not even the real Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it is not. And you don't understand who, because like a lot of people. I mean, Gamora is up there. Eh. Gamora is like one of the ones that normally pops up a lot. She isn't, she does, but she's not, she becomes like the main part of the B team, which is Peter Quill, Rocket, Gru, and Drax. That's the team. No, what she, I'm saying is like she has popped in earlier than they have. She, yeah, I'll give you that. But like a lot, like for instance, a lot of people at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the team at the very end. Yeah, yeah that, that a is A lot of people OG were team. like, I don't, I don't see why that's important or why is that incredible because that's the original that fucking team. That is the OG team. team, the one we get all of the best stories out of. My, my, because here's my whole thing when it comes to comic book movies and why I have a tendency to try to put the comics into the actual movies. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel a movie, especially a live action one, should be of a superhero okay. comic book. You don't have to be exact, but I at least want you to be accurate with the information and the I don't. Choice. I don't believe that at all. Here's, this, so, here's, here's why I say that. For instance, like... I don't like how Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, completely changed the comics. See, now that I can agree with, but what you said prior, that doesn't correlate at all. What I mean is like... So here's here's the issue that I have. So, yes, I agree with you when you say that it shouldn't change the comic, but it does not have to be 100% accurate. It doesn't even really have to be accurate at all. No, but when, but, when I say when I... Like, think about Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. Like what makes his character like legitimately special is that he is Batman. He is considered Batman's greatest failure because he is not only the one that Batman could not come save, save, but he can also completely convert him into the way of his own thinking. Sort mm-hmm. of like how because Nightwing, as much as he hated Batman, he never went away from what Bruce taught him. Absolutely. But what if Damien is still like kind of walking the rope? But at the end of the day, nine times out of ten, he's still going to do what Bruce taught. Right. What if they? What I'm saying is, what if they completely rewrite that? And Jason Todd is only his greatest failure because he couldn't save him. Like so, take all of the character from him that he was the rough kid, and he was. If like, they can manage to write a good story, I'm fine. Because here's the thing. Me and you were both against the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie even existing. But after we saw that trailer, yeah, that, that that movie's gonna be dope. So at the end of the day, they don't have to really even be accurate at all. What they need to focus on doing is telling a good story. 
And what the fans need to stop doing is going, hey, well, the comics are like this, so this is how it should be. And if it's not like this, I don't like it. That's, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. No, I, I'm not saying that's what you're saying. That is just a point that I felt necessary Yeah, because a, lot of, a lot, of, lot of people. But I'm talking about shit like Mjolnir being broken by hella of all people. It's it was, a fucking it was, molecule, man. It, here's the thing with that. It was the only thing that was going to show her as a threat when she just walked the fuck up. Because as long as he had Mjolnir, everybody was going to be like, oh, she ain't that bad. She can't so why doesn't that. she just take Mjolnir like she does in the actual painting on the ceiling? Because of the fact that... It goes to this, her, she's only a threat because she has Mjolnir. Well, not even that. So remember... She had in the canon of the uh, actual Thor movies, she has Mjolnir before he even placed the curse on it. Yeah. Whoever worthy uh, will have the power of Thor. That wasn't even a thing when she had it. Yeah. So to be fair, it probably wasn't even a whole worthiness thing in the beginning. It wasn't. It was. He literally just. So he, in the MCU it, itself, it was just a weapon of war. Yeah, it went, in Period. the MCU, it is when Thor got Mjolnir, that is when it became a weapon. That's when it became he was where they made the power not, of Thor. It was not even that because Thor had it in the beginning of Thor without that. It was when Odin cast him out and sent him to Earth. No, I'm just, I'm when just, when happened. I say when Thor had it, I'm not saying when he initially got it. I mean, when Thor was using the hammer, that's when the curse that's when the spell was put on but it. Th no that's what i'm saying like thor was <sighs> never mind we're just gonna talk in circles anyway so <sighs> to go ahead and wrap this up suicide squad avengers guardians of the galaxy justice league they all fall prey to the same issues yeah. a they never feel like teen movies they're always buddy cop movies or attempt to be or mm -hmm. it's always about one or two people and, and everyone else no is one in that entire group because you Unfortunately, you're always going to have that actors that just kind of push out because they have better, uh, they either have better scripts or they just have better performances. You just got to live with that. Also, one's success will bleed into the other and cause it to fail. Because Guardians of the Galaxy's success is the reason why Justice League failed, is the reason why Suicide Squad failed, is the reason why Batman v Superman failed, because everything why. was trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. It makes Spider-Man 2, like, it's, the list goes on and on and on and on. And unfortunately, they all always feel like they have really rushed stories always yeah because it doesn't you don't feel like you've had enough backstory for everybody no. and even with the avengers which had the most time and the most movies to do that you still don't still feel still felt kind of rushed at the end of the day like yeah. they were trying to hurry to get to a certain thing well hope you guys enjoy it we've had fun talking about this and tearing apart things that we know so many people just love and enjoy oh i'm ready and, for that mcu one i'm all, i'm and just wait for the fandom we come for next. Ooh wee. 
So, if you enjoy listening to us rip on every single fandom that you either love or also despise, make sure you continue to follow us at Power Trip OP on all social medias. That is P O W E R Trip O P, capital P T and O. Patreon.com slash Power Trip Operations, all spelled out. Well, you can also access all of these podcasts. You can also download them there only for a dollar a month. One dollar a month can get you literally all of the podcasts. Now, we are on Spotify, as you may know. Most people are actually listening to us there. We are also on Google Podcasts, and we are still trying to get on this Apple Music. We're trying. We are really trying. So I'm sorry, everybody who is on iOS who prefer Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music. We sorry to disappoint you, but just know we're trying. We are absolutely trying. Uh, also, keep on the lookout. We should be putting some more stuff up either this week or next week. So um, until then, make sure you go ahead, share the word, share the love. And may your flames burn eternal. May your flames burn eternal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. This has been Crimson Black and Drago for another episode of Here's the Thing. We enjoyed. Thank you again for letting us indulge ourselves once again. And we hope you have a good one.